Productivity. Productivity. Gladiator. Hey, I'm Brian Nelson Palmer. This Productivity Gladiator is about work-life balance and personal productivity. Today, I want to talk about what do you do when your workload triples? You may have experienced this maybe as an employee or a manager. Someone leaves for a job another job or a job assignment, or maybe some new initiative starts, and all of a sudden you find yourself with two to three times the work you had before. So I want to talk about what you can do to help manage that overwhelm in the scheme of work-life balance. That's our topic for today. And with me on the show today is Andrew Lawless. He's a high-performance coach and the founder of the Consultant Profit System. The thing that connected that I really thought about Andrew as I was thinking about the show topic, because one of Andrew's topics that I've I've learned over the years is he's really he's about taking people from a hundred thousand dollars a year to a million dollars a year. And it's that that 10x the performance. And so I wanted to, I thought, man, Andrew would be the perfect guy to talk about this topic because this is what it's about is if you're going to go from a hundred thousand to a million, well, that's going to require double, triple, 10 times the workload too. So I thought, man, Andrew would be great for this. So uh, with me is, is Andrew's on the show here with me today. Thanks for being here, Andrew. Hey, super. You know, thank you very much. And thank you for that generous introduction. And um, it's my honor to be here. So absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. So let's talk about it. I want to kind of start with the lens of an employee, right? You've got an employee and you're going to work, you're doing your job. And all of a sudden your workload doubles or even triples, really. What do you do? Andrew, what, what comes to mind for you when that top, when, when that happens, what would you say? When that like number one, I mean, the reason why you feel that overwhelmed in general is because you, you know, most people do not have clarity. It's clarity in terms of what do we absolutely have to do right now in order to move a project forward versus what do we want to do or what is cool to be doing or where's our pet project, uh. right? So give an example with um, my, my wife and me when we bought a uh, we built a house okay. in Ireland, right? So then once you get from the from the from the from the architect, you get the architecture blueprints, and we looked at it, and then uh, eventually found the kitchen. And she and I had a really good conversation about like two hours for two hours, like what do we want the kitchen yeah. to look like? Yes, and which is meaningful, like we want the oven and the stove and the sink and the and the fridge and so on. The problem was. We didn't even have a building permission at the time, right? So if we only had spent 10 minutes on the building permission, we would have made more progress than in that two-hour conversation. So now look at your meetings. Look at all your activities that you're doing. And what is it that I must do? No matter what, to move a project. Yeah, Andrew, it's so funny you say that because one of the notes that I had to myself that I that I had for myself that I wanted to share is focusing on I call it the one thing, and it seems kind of similar to what you're saying. There's actually a book I think it's by Gary Keller called The <laughs> One Thing. I read that book, and the book is all about it's kind of like clarity, mm-hmm. but is what is the one thing that I need to do next? So if you've got double or triple the amount of things you need to do, if you're clear on what is the one thing. Uh, that you've got to do next on each of these projects or initiatives or whatever the workload that allows that focus, right? All right. What is happening? It's the one thing for this and the one thing in this yep. one and the one thing in that one. It's like, like I love it. We're, we're almost speaking the same language. I call it the one thing you call it clarity. Perfect. I love, I like it. Cool. Yeah. What else? Uh, anything else comes to mind for, for this? Well, the, the first is the absolute clarity on what do I actually, what do I must do? And the second is to have the discipline, to be focused and blend out every every distraction, including 
shiny oh, objects. Okay. Yes. And it's that, that's hard right now, especially when you work from home and you have kids around and now then right now they're off school and, you know, or you have ailing parents or you have other things going on. Uh, so, but most people get distracted by shiny oh, objects. Okay. Right. So, yeah. So like, Hey, I would like to do this or no, I did research. I started researching the topic on, on okay. YouTube. Yes. And then I found myself watching Springsteen videos, you know, for like <laughs> half an hour. So, so that discipline to blend out all the distractions, including, um, shiny objects, uh, is, is super important. Absolutely. There's some people talk about, they call it the, uh, like focus mode or something, or you can, there's even, I know there's actually, I'll try to, I'll put a, a I'll drop a link in the, in the, episode for this, but I, I did a write up on some of the, there's tools to like block out social media or I love it. YouTube, especially they yes. have a browser extension Freedom. that will eliminate all those recommended videos on the side so that you search for something and you only watch that. And then there's no recommended videos to get lost in yeah. just exactly what you were saying. That's so funny. So the app ah. is called freedom yeah. that, that, that I'm using. And and you have no opportunity whatsoever to 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 uh, disable it when it's when it's active, or go online and go to YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or yeah. TikTok wherever you go. Oh, absolutely, it's pretty cool. Clarity. That yep, exactly. That focus time is good. And actually, you know, speaking to the focus time, one of the other things I wanted to share with folks was was about the. Um, it's called uh, well, focus time. Really, it has to do with they call it, it's focused. For 25 minutes or 50 minutes at a time. Sometimes they call it a tomato timer. They have different names for this that I've heard, but the essential idea is that you yeah. focus in for a certain amount of time. So you lock in your calendar for 25 minutes or 50 minutes. And my, my favorite one is I have specific focus playlists that I, that I put on too. So I close all the other windows, the phones closed. And then I also have, especially like at work, I, if there's big projects or something, you know, your job is an email. Your job, when they hired you, your job description wasn't to respond to email. It was to do something else. Or so having that focused time, I have specific playlists that are actually folk that are designed to help you focus. So there's no words. It's very much like a certain yeah. music or something that, and the music changes after a certain amount of time, which goes with, I'll, I'll share a link to, to this in the, in the show notes for this too, but it's awesome. Yeah, I have that on Spotify. If you go on Spotify and look for ESM electronic nah, study ESM. music, ESM. Ooh, I like you have that. Entire playlist. Yeah, ESM electronic study music. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And you said the right thing. Email. If there's one, there are two productivity yeah. suckers, right? Yeah. One is email. If you want to kill your productivity, just yeah. go to an email inbox. <laughs> right. Yes. Yep. So. A, you find you find most of the emails in there. Uh, you are on somebody's uh, CC list or BCC list. You don't even know why you're on it. Uh, you are on anybody's somebody's mailing list that is not relevant to what you have yep. to do right now. Um, you uh, you uh, and, and all of that takes time and it drags you down. So my suggestion is uh, for everyone is uh, just have two slots: one in the morning, one in the late afternoon, yep. where you check emails. Right. And if yeah. it's really important, they find you anyway. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that That's exactly how it works. Call you, they drive by your house, right? They come to your office, whatever. Yes. They find you anyway. So, uh, yeah. So, so stop emails. Number two, meetings. So if every meeting that look at, 
Have you ever wondered why meetings take exactly an hour? Because that's how much time you give them, right? There's no reason. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole reason for it. And the most meetings that we are in are um, uh, either not relevant to us. Have you ever, like when you were in the corporate world, have you ever sat in a meeting and you realized, I have nothing to contribute. I have right. nothing, <laughs> nothing to say, nothing to learn. What am I doing? So leave. All you got to do is get up, take your stuff and say, I got to be somewhere. And you've got to be somewhere, even if yep. it's the bathroom. Exactly. Yes. You just leave. Oh, or so, you know, tagging on. Yeah. I, I love that we're like yes anding each other right now. Like this is oh yes and one of my other favorite ones to do is you know there it's it's funny they say that you they invite you to this meeting and you need to be in this meeting, but there are people who are out yes. on vacation, and so oftentimes they will record the meeting. And if there is a recording and yeah. like you have two meetings that you need to be to, or, or maybe you don't, but you've got so much going on and they'll record that meeting. One of my favorite things to do is take that recording and then watch it. You can watch it or listen to it on two times or even three times speed because you know, they, they just sometimes in the meetings, they, you wish they could go faster or something like that. And so in this case, if you have two meetings that you have to do, you get the recording and then you play it on two times speed. And you get yeah. all the information from an hour meeting in 30 yeah. minutes. Like that's one of my, oh my gosh, I love it when they record yeah. meetings because then, oh my gosh, if the meeting's being recorded, I can do something else. I can listen to it on two times speed, or I can get one of those other projects that I need to do done and then tune into this in half the time, which, oh my God, that's my own little yeah. hack here that I love that one. You just ask right. for minutes, right? Or if you actually have be there for one, one portion of it, ask the meeting organizer if they can move that up so that you can be, so you be the, the first speaker sure. when you're done. Exactly. Meeting, you know? yep. uh, yeah. So meet, meetings, and if, if you kill meetings and you, if you kill emails, you already have one, like that's, half that's going to, that's going to help <laughs> you for, for sure. sure. Yeah. One yeah. of the other, I was making notes yeah. for myself on what do I, what would I want to share on this from a productivity gladiator perspective? Uh, a couple of things. One, if you're going to two times or three, if you got two times or three times, the workload, you're going to need to work with your boss on priorities because the answer, one of the, one of the things that I, 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 that came to mind is, you know, if you get a 10% increase in work, like let's say you have 10 projects and now you've got 11, one of the things, especially with COVID or with virtual or whatever it is, like things that came up, people's habit is to tend to do the same thing they were doing and just do an extra hour because it's 10% more. So you don't change anything. You just add that little bit more to the top of all the stuff you were doing. And one of the lines that I hope people recognize is if the workload changes by more than 10%, oftentimes it's time to reshuffle or it's time to change or it's time to delegate something or it's time. You might need to work some things around because oftentimes businesses will look yeah. at it and they'll go, all right, well, they're just going to keep loading until something breaks. And so that's where uh, yeah. I want to make sure that people recognize that like, hey, you, you need to prioritize like the prioritization or, ooh, pardon me, the prioritization on, on this stuff is super important. So, and that works with your boss. You're going to want your yeah. boss to delegate because one of the other things that I can share is if, if that happens, sometimes it's possible to write an SOP or something that you're doing. Some of the work that you're doing could be done by other people. 
And so if you take the time to write an SOP document, maybe there's bandwidth to hire a temp or hire a person to come in. And when that person comes in, they're going to need that SOP so that they can pick up. You're not going to need to train them for days and days on, on something that's going on. And so that, but all of that will yeah. be collaboration with the boss and the, that, that piece. So make sure that you're prioritizing, right? That, that's a big one. Hundred percent. That collaboration. I think what was very important that you said is that we are all good and eager to you know pick up new work. We are not so good at letting go. Yes. <laughs> so so we we pile on, we pile on, we pile on, and then we wonder that that we have too much to do. So when that happens, what what you can always do is like go to your superior and say, or boss or manager, and say, you know what? Um, look, I've these tasks that, are, that I'm already doing, uh, you're adding like these five to it. Uh, I only have so many hours in a day. Uh, help me prioritize one here, right? So which ones are the, the which which one is the more which about which which are precious and which projects uh, are expendable, and let them make the decision. Yeah, that collaboration is is such an important piece to it, right? And the other thing that I was thinking about is, oh my gosh. Yeah. Everything is not an emergency. If somebody's not bleeding or nobody's going to die, there's no life-threatening situations. If there's 10 projects, then you have to make the decision on it's that prioritization and figuring out what happens if there's too much. And so that collaboration with your boss. That, that, yeah. Deadlines. Deadlines are all arbitrary. There's very often no rhyme or reason, you know, why there is a deadline. Somebody made that up and most deadlines can be negotiated. And, you know, uh, I would always ask, hey, what is the reason for the deadline? And sometimes they, like, for, for, let's say marketing campaign that you're managing, they don't need all of the material on like on the deadline, right? So they yeah. need some of them on the deadline, and then the majority of the other work can be staggered afterwards. And but we just take like a, a deadline for granted, even as, mm -hmm. as consultants. Yes, when when uh, clients come to us and say, "Hey, now we have a deadline." Why is that that yeah, important to you? Right. Tell me about that, right? There's <laughs> uh, there's some yeah. like I know in the government there is one deadline that doesn't change, and that's the end of the fiscal year. That September 30th, that's it. Yes. The money runs out, appropriations are done. Like I, I know that that one is true. However, on most other projects, there is an opportunity to change some of those deadlines or what, what is the reason behind the deadline? Is it just because the boss's boss said, Hey, I need this by this date? Or is there a, you know, that, that the, the yeah. critical path for project managers is something. All right. Is this a critical path? And then what is that critical path? Or if this is just, you know, target, you're exactly right. Deadlines are, are ask about those. So. And I would say all of that can happen, and there, there, there are always legitimate reasons for stress. And sometimes we just gotta like, roll up our sleeves and go into military mode. So you know, it's like there, there's no solution. We cannot delegate. We cannot dump it. You know, we 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 have no other resources. We gotta do it. We may have even pull an all nighter, right? Which yeah. I'm not recommending. But but you know, then then you do what you said earlier. What's the exactly. next step? Yes, when you military mode for me, it's like you all need to you know, let's 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 go yes. that one step, right? And and then and then we see what's and then we we'll see what's next and and you get through it. But in most of the cases, I mean, just extreme cases. In most of the cases, um, for example, my clients, the first question I ask them when I start working with them, uh, open your calendar as either Google Calendar or on, online or or on a, or on a written for like in a, in a hard yeah. paper in a paper format. So guide me through your calendar, and if I cannot extract 
what they're what exactly they're working on, what their priorities are, there's a problem. Yeah. Yes. And that's true for most of us when we're starting out. Look at your calendar. If, if a third person cannot extract what's important to you right now, then you have a lot of stuff in there that can be that can be um, uh, thrown out. And the other thing that I wanted to, to um, build up on that you said is the constant re-energizing, right? So what we're doing is we are waking up in the morning, uh, go to the office, switch on the computer, right? And then we look at emails and energy right. sucked out, right? Then we sit in, front of, sit in front of our monitors all day. Every 50 minutes, get up, you know, do some exercise, do, do some vinyasas, mm-hmm. breathe. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, you know, get energy back into your body so that you're, that you're refreshed. Sleep eight hours a day, right? So we know that if you haven't slept enough, that your, your productivity the next day, you're basically like going through the day half drunk and your productivity will decrease yeah. by 30%. And you do yourself a disservice by saying, I've got to plow through here without taking a break. Yeah. We're not at war, right? So yeah. we, we can take a break. So take every 10 minutes, take a break, walk around the block and drink, right. drink a lot of water. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> so, right yeah. here. Yeah, water. <laughs> it's important. Yes. Yeah. So true. And you and I, like, you, you, you and I, we both have type 1 diabetes. Oh, so true. Yes. And... As you know, when you have type 1 diabetes, you think about your blood sugar levels like every yep. minute, right? So when, when other people say, like, hey, let's go do this and go that, we go like, okay, I need to, first I need to get my insulin and I get my blood sugar. I need to have sugar pills with me. Uh-huh. And, you know, I need to make sure that it's now 100 degrees outside, that my insulin doesn't heat up and plan all of that, yes, and still get things done this, at the same pace and everybody else. So people like you and I, I'm not surprised that you are a productivity gladiator because people like you and I, without that ability, we, we would not where we are right now because we are a little bit disadvantaged yeah, it's there. thinking about those extra pieces right those extra steps you're exactly right and the world yeah. doesn't stop just because you have something going on and vice versa you know i'd even flip that on its head and say that the work is not going to stop because you have something going on so one of the things that's important, you know, when I want to, I want to flip the script now, Andrew, let's talk about, we were talking about employees and I think we had a lot of really good, yeah. um, nuggets that we shared there that employees can do offer to, you know, write that SOP, all those ideas that you had, those were good. I let's flip it. Now managers, if the workload, now you're in charge of a team or a group or something and the workload for your group doubles or triples, what thoughts come to mind for you? Like, what do you share coaching and stuff with your clients? Now you've gone from a hundred to 300 or 400 K and what, what thoughts come to mind? So there's a lot of reason that there are a lot of reasons for burnout, right? So the number one reason that I'm seeing is that a team, individual team members have been assigned tasks that requires them to work against their grade. Right. So for example, um, I am um, a shortcutter, right? So okay. if you want me, uh, if, if you need to find a shortcut to get things done, I'm your guy, yes? If you want me to follow procedure and be meticulous yep. about it, I'm not the guy you want to work with. I will be your, 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 your biggest nightmare. Or it will take me longer. It will. I will struggle. I will. I'm more ex, more mistake prone. 
and uh, it drains me out. So a lot of productivity issues uh, derive from not understanding your team members' unique ability. That's what we call it. We all have a unique ability in how we work. And so yeah, either the task that's been assigned is, is not working or the, 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 the strength match between the manager and the employee is uh, out of sync. And I would highly, highly recommend, and I've, I've made no money with that. Uh, there's a, an assessment called CallBA. And I would, the first thing I would do, I would go to colby.com, K-O-L-B-E.com, okay. and have my team take, cost like $55 per team members, have my team take uh, a Colby A assessment. And then you can have a, after that, you can, can call Colby and they will provide um, a, a Colby profile for you. They will tell you exactly where uh, the, the burnout in the team happens and which team, which team members are at stake. There's an entire process uh, process there. And there's no better process than doing that. If you want to invest in your team, that's the one exercise. I have rolled it out in Fortune Fortune 10 companies, actually, entire vice presidencies where that made like a huge difference. um, It's not that expensive. Colby, K-O-L-B-E, you said, right? Okay. I'll I'll drop a link in the the notes. there are three reasons why why your team members are uh, burning out and are not uh, operating at the highest level that they could, because you 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 drain them out with tasks. A, you give them tasks for which they do not have sufficient yep. knowledge. Yeah, that's easy to fix. Yes, that's like one training and so on. But the second is that I hate the task, and third is um, it's on a cognitive level. They their natural talents. Or the task requires them against to work against their grain, and that's when they're not when they're, they're not performing. So that's the, the the best advice that I can give you. And most teams, when I work with them, they will tell me that the day they took the Colby A index was the most liberating day in their life. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Scope so that one out. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. Number two, as a manager. There's there's two things that you that you're responsible for. A, you've got to co-create the work okay. with your team. Most managers if they try to figure it out themselves and then oh, they yeah. dump it on the team. But when the team co-creates, they yeah. own it with you. But yeah, and second is um, and it's so often forgotten. Your job outside of that, it's it's not measuring KPI. It's not measuring you know, how many hours have somebody worked. That is not measuring. Uh, output. It is managing the quality of the energy in your team that you need in order to perform. And if the energy is low, right? If the energy is low, uh, you know, you can do whatever you want. They're not, the team is just not going to perform. And most managers do not manage deliberately the energy of the teams. They let underperformers underperform. Right, they spend most of the time uh, work with underperformers rather than, yeah, with the overperformers. And the overperformers go there, huh? You know, I'm busting my butt here, <laughs> but my boss is spending all of her or his time with these guys, right? So managing your energy is so important. Learn how to manage your team, infuse energy in your team that you the team needs to perform and. Everybody who does not contribute to the energy and is an energy sucker either needs to be called out or, or go if you have yeah. the ability. 
That makes a lot of sense. Let them go. The, the energy. I, I love what you said there about energy. Cause that's, you're right there. It, it oftentimes you find yourself dealing with the underperformers or the, your, your energy goes yeah. to trying to push along the slowest piece and making sure that you're giving the yes. energy where the energy is coming from is different. That's a different paradigm. I like that yeah. a lot. I, I also, yeah. I very much think as I was thinking about this, it was like, okay, well, a couple of things that I would say, one for managers, you can't do it all. One of the things that I've seen managers tend to do, and this, this goes to that, even if the workload ups 10%, if a manager gets a new position, you get promoted inside the company. Now you're taking on another role. You've stepped up and out of this one, but people will then still help out the other team or they were helping with this and you can't, that's not, that's not healthy for you because now you're doing two jobs and it's just like we were talking about where, Oh, I'll just do two jobs. Like people's solution. If there's one extra project or you're taking on that is just, Oh, well I'll work, you know, I'll work over my lunch break and I'll work, you know, a little bit, an extra at the end of the day. And at the end of the week, that's 10, 15 hours that you're doing, but the work's never going to end. So looking at the idea is, all right, if the work was going to, if the work, instead of just one project, what if it was 10 projects, how would I treat this differently? And thinking about that will help keep your head on straight for like all the things we talked about before, but for managers, especially now you're managing to your team. Well, you got to keep your team performing too. So delegation is key. Empowering the people that you know that can do it. If you have a lot of single uh, single bodies on the team, and when I say single bodies, what I'm driving at is if you have people where they're the only person who does that one thing, then you create situations where they have to be there. If they go on vacation, everything stops and that doesn't work. So you want to create delegation. It's that we talked about, I talked about outlining your SOPs earlier, working with your team to have that outlined so that if someone wants to go on vacation, you gotta, you gotta support your team in their vacations and their, and their work, their life, right? They, they want to go do something that's important. So make sure that you're set you're doing a good job of documenting the work and the processes and what needs to happen where are we so that you're not reliant on one person it's not those single the bottlenecks avoid those bottlenecks if you can and standardize the work so that you know get another person involved if you can and i know sometimes that's not possible but also as a manager you've got to be going up looking up above you going we need resources like you you can't you, you as the manager yeah. are the one that's going to find the resources. And maybe if it's private sector or wherever you are, if you're uh, in a for-profit or a non-profit or something, you don't necessarily have to hire. You don't need a new full-time person. Often, oftentimes you go and you ask for that and they're just like, well, no, we can't afford to hire anybody right now. Well, if you have an SOP or some kind of standard operating procedure or some kind of document that here is the project that I need done. And let me go hire a temp and I've done a good job. I need help with this part of all the work that we've got going on right now. And it's written down. So give me a temporary person. You gave me two to three times more work. 
So when you give me resources, here's what I need them for. I need this for this person. I need this person to do this. And even if they're not permanent full-time employees, you can hire part-times, you can hire temps, you can hire virtual teams from other parts of the world. There are resources out there to help you if you can standardize that work and you know exactly what they need to do. Make sure you're delegating some of that stuff down and, and writing that down. There's there's power there. So look for those solutions, even if it's not another full-time employee. And and I would I would say um, the as any manager, especially when you have a, when you get promoted or you have a new job, the first question that you ask yourself is how can I make myself redundant? Oh, so true, right? Because the, right, so that means you, you need to be focused on building a self running team. And that means to empower them. That means that you bring that you infuse the energy into the team, uh, and you remove yourself as much as you can. Also, uh, SOPs and all of that is all good, but uh, everybody who has children knows that children. Uh, so let me say, it, your team members are like your five-year-old children, and I mean that with respect. Yes, uh, because if you have your children. Never ever listen to you. They don't remember what you said. <laughs> yes. But they always observe you. But they always True. observe you. Right. You can say, yeah, you can, you can say, never ever touch, uh, ne never ever put, you know, that pot in here. And they see you do that all right. the time. <laughs> you know, so they're like, okay, you know, so he does, uh, or, uh, they, they you, you tell your kids, if you don't, if you do that, here's the consequence. They never get the consequence. They learn, oh, nothing happens. They always, they, kids are so great. They observe your energy. And they learn because they're also in a hypnotic learning states, right? So they observe and they learn by observing. Your team is the same. If you tell them don't work overtime and you work 14 hours every day, you know, there's a, there, you know, there's a discrepancy yeah. and they see that, you know, when you say, you know, uh, all, when you as a boss want, um, man to, want to manage by data, And your team member comes to a meeting without the, the 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 updated report, and you still have a meeting. What are you going to tell them? What, what are you telling the team? You're telling them, you know, it's okay, you know, not to have your work prepared before you meet yep. with me, you know. So, so I had one example with a team of mine, and she, she she came from Ohio to DC. Yes, to for we had like a team meeting. We got all the team meeting together with a party at night and so on. And I said, like, when you fly in from other from other areas, just you know, use that time for like a one-on-one -on -one meeting, right? And so she comes in, and I said, okay. So they have to. We have what we call like a, a project prompter where they need to prepare everything in advance, and so that we can quickly go quickly to the meeting. And I said, so where's your, um, where's your prompter? And she says, you know what? I was flying and so I, I didn't do it. So, okay, great. Then meeting over. She's like, what do you mean? Well, you know the rules, you know, so, uh, we, we're not going to meet without the prompter. She said, but I flew all the way here. That's great. We can party tonight and everything, but we're not going to meet now. It's a waste of my time. And what do you think? She was upset, but what do you think the chances were that she came ever again to meeting without that sheet prepared yep. first? That's true. Yeah. Role oh. modeling is super important when you're in your man. In and I would, position. you say that. And I just flashed back on, I was in a meeting today earlier where somebody came in late and the person who started had started the meeting because they were five minutes late. And then they went back and repeated for that person, the five minutes again. Yeah. Oh my God, please don't do that. It's their job to catch up. <laughs> you're late. Yeah. 
No, you need to give the most important information oh, in the first right. five minutes of yeah. the meeting. Oh, right? and then, and then, so, Andrew, talk about it for you personally now. Like, all right, outside of work, what it's because we're all human beings, too. So we can certainly come up with all these tactics for while you're at work and the workload comes in. But what about for you as a person when work it when at work, it doubles or triples and now you've got more going on? What about personally? What recommendations do you have? Like, for example, one of the things that I I have a a note for myself on, if if stuff kicks in, even if it doubles or triples, it is even more important for you to defend your personal time or your you you are still a human being. You're still a dad. You're still a mom. You're still a family member. You're still all of those things didn't go away. So you need to defend those. And when I say defend, that means when you sign off, even if you stayed two hours late, when you sign off. You're, you're, you're off. You're not going back and doing more. You're engaging with your kids and your family and your friends. You're still going out and doing that healthy stuff. So defending your life, your personal time outside of work, you've got to find a place to turn it off. Even if you worked a little more, make sure you turn it off and you turn it off completely so that you can just be a human and recharge so you can come back tomorrow and do some more. That's one of my thoughts. Any ideas? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, 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 there were multiple aspects in there. One is like how to not bring the stress and the negative energy from a stressful yeah, work yeah. Um, back home, right? And and number one exercise um, that has actually saved um, marriages from uh, amongst my clients is um, so when you so look at your your day as a series of transitions, mm-hmm. right? So when you 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 leave the house, you get into the car, you drive to the work, you arrive at work, that's a transition. You go to your computer, you switch it on, that's a transition. You read your emails, and then you go to the next meeting, that is a transition. You go, you're done with the next meeting, you go to the next meeting, that's a transition, yeah. and so on, right? So, and between, so, and at one point, you leave home, uh, leave work, and you arrive at home, and you meet your family. That's a transition. And before every trans- so before every transition, um, so instead of scheduling uh, an hour of everything, schedule fifty minutes, and then you have five minutes to to recharge, and uh, then uh, you have you can make a mental reset. And the way that works is this: you just close your eyes and you relax, and you think, release, release. Release and you feel like the the the, the how the the, the 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 tension in the brain, the forehead, where that all melts away, and the neck release, release, release. That's all you've got to do, right, for a minute or two, and then at the end you just ask yourself one question, which is, how do I need to show up as the best husband and father or mother, whatever you are, uh, a significant other in the history of the universe. Yep. Right. And, uh, yeah, what, well, and I give you, and for my, by my own, uh, life, uh, it was like two and a half years ago, about two and a half years ago. Uh, we lived in Ireland. Yeah. My wife and I, we have property there and, uh, in Galway, which is the West Coast. And it rains like it's the, it was the worst day, like blustery, rainy day. And nobody goes out when it rains that much on a, on a, on a Monday night. But we had the opportunity to find a babysitter. One of our nieces was able, available for babysitting. And we said, you know, let's okay. go on a date. Yes. So. We rushed in the day. We parked the car like in, uh, we couldn't park right in front of the restaurant. So we just 
rushed around the building. And as we go and get into the restaurant, we were soaking wet from the rain. It was cold. It was soaked with cold rain. Yes, soaking wet. We go into the restaurant. We were just one out of two couples. And uh, the restaurant was cold. Uh, the server was slow. The wine <coughs> was, uh, was yeah. sucked. So, but before we left the house, I did this, ex went through that exercise and I said, okay, so release, 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 release. And then I said, how do I need to show up as the best husband in the history of the universe at that date, for that date? And when you go on a date, then it's always about the other person. Yes, it's never about you. And so all of, the, while all of the circumstances were, um, less than perfect it was just here me and her and i was like totally tuned in you know what about you yep. and yeah and in old days i would have called the waiter and said the food is cold the wine right. is this you know and bring it back to the chef yeah or would have dragged my wife to the to, to not to another restaurant and so on but none of that mattered and we had the best date that we had in such a long time and we were so glad that we did because little did we know that would have been the last date we will have uh, in the next two and a half years because like a month later we went into Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? So every every moment matters. You never know when you meet somebody for the last time. You never know, uh, you know, when you have a chance to do this again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and every matter, encounter matters. So set an intention. How do I show up as the best husband, best father, best friend, best son, best daughter, whatever, in the history of the universe oh, when I go powerful. there. That is <laughs> that's, all, that's also true for, like, sometimes you have pro yeah. problems at home, yes? So when you enter the door, do you already know what the problems are Probably, most of yes. the time? Yep. So set an attention, how will I as a father or mother, my, my, my father uh, or husband, Handle that situation as the yeah. best version of myself, and that setting that intention is wow, that makes such a big. big difference. I like that a lot. How, how can I? How do I need to show up? Say release four times, big four deep breaths. How do I need to show up? That's that's that that would only take twenty seconds, but man, that would be powerful. Between meetings, but ooh, that's a good one. Come on, just take a break. Release, yeah. release, release. Okay. Here's my next encounter. Yeah. I'm going so yeah. So uh, when I'm going out with friends, yeah. you want to show up. Yeah. You know, ask, ask the, the question. Oh, body, Andrew, you know? I love it. Right? I, I got the one of the other things that came to mind for me was defending your 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 fitness, your sleep, and what you eat. Right. One of the things that happens if the workload doubles or triples or something. Some businesses will buy lunch for employees, but if the lunch is to get everybody pizza, you just killed it. So as the manager, you know, remember that you're getting something that good, nutritious food, make sure you're ordering good stuff. You're going for, you know, vegetables and proteins and good, you know, whatever, good food, not just get them some pizza and make sure for you personally, managers and employees and everybody, your fitness is going to be super important. All that stress gets released. Fitness is a big thing. So even if you don't have time, some people are gym fanatics. They plan their own workouts. If you get into a bind where you're just busy, fitness classes are even an option because all you have to do is show up. The per, The instructor plans the whole, I'm a fitness instructor. When I show up at a, in a class and I teach one of my classes, I know what's happening. All you have to do is get there. And so when when time is crunched, make sure you're working out 
Like do it like it's your job. Like you got three times a week, you got to make it do something, even if it's running around the block or whatever it is, set aside that time, put it on your calendar, plan it. Even if you have to do it with the kids because you don't have time because of the work, make sure that there's fitness, you're eating well, and you're sleeping too. You got to give yourself a bedtime because otherwise you just keep running and keep running. But yep. if you eat, sleep, and fitness, make sure don't lose track of those. So I wholeheartedly agree with that. I would add to it, yes. drink a lot of water because dehydration shows itself as tiredness Ooh, first. Fun fact. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Drink. Dehydration shows up as, as exhaustion. Tired yep. and, and Absolutely. First, you know? Especially when you're over yeah. 50, by the way. Um, when you when you're over fifty, you, you your body loses the ability to detect really? dehydration. Okay, and so that's why, but that's why in Europe when it, when when we have the when it's so hot and people die, most of them die of dehydration. That's a fair point. Right? You know, it's so funny. You're there, and I I just subconsciously, without thinking, I mo- took my hand over, and I was going to grab. You're talking like this, and I was going to grab my water bottle and take a drink. Ooh, dehydration. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, let me get some of that. I didn't even think about yeah. it. Like, oh, I, I caught myself. Oh, don't put that on camera. <laughs> anyway. And, you know, like uh, a movement is so important. And, and even if yep. you're out of shape, I'm out of shape a little. I, I always used to be on top, but with all everything that was going on, so yeah. I, I let that go a little. And I feel yep. that you get sluggish and so on. And, and we know that the moment people yep. start moving their bodies, yeah, stand. Yep. On, while you're working, yes, but even just a half hour block uh, walk around the block makes like such a significant difference yeah. in the level of energy. It doesn't have to be an exercise; just a brisk walk, half exactly. an hour around the block uh, or the neighborhood. And so, one last better. one for you, Andrew. What's the any resources that you would recommend if people want to go further into this rabbit hole, or they're in the middle of a double or triple workload situation for themselves? Anything that you would recommend? Uh, slow down. I would, I would, I was I would first slow, always slow down and review your priorities. Look at what is what is, what you actually must do versus what is uh, sure. what is wanted. Yes, um, uh, make sure that you from from the very beginning put, uh, build in uh, to your point the um, the the re energizing, rejuvenating exercises yeah. and time. Which means don't, by the way. Um, Check your emails first thing okay. in the morning. Never ever, right? The, mo- the moment you're in the email inbox, yeah, like, oh, exactly. You know, yeah, plan your day. So that's yep. so that's what I would do. Yoga is great. Yep. Meditation okay. is wonderful. What? Um, and I, I've always underestimated the, the power yeah. There's of the um, well, a couple of things that came to mind for me. If you haven't, I've got the book that I mentioned earlier called The One Thing by Gary Keller. I'll put the link to that in the, in the app. If you want to read, that's a good read. If you're in the middle of overwhelm or you got a lot going on, it helps, helps with that focus. And then the other thing, of course, the Eisenhower matrix is something that a lot of people have talked about over time. You've got the important and urgent scale. If you're, if you have that many tasks and you're feeling the overwhelm or it's triple doubled or tripled and you've got to start making decisions, that's it's sometimes helpful to get it on that matrix and you can go on YouTube and, and look up Eisenhower matrix. And there's people who will help you with that. If you've never heard of that, but many people have heard of the Eisenhower matrix and I'll make sure that I also share in here. You know, we talked that you talked about the Colby assessments. I'll drop that link in, in the notes for this episode. Yeah. And yeah, that was my other thing. I have a Colby, a Colby B 
uh, and then you compare Colby B is you know how you perceive the work, and Colby A is how you manage oh. that what your strengths are, and then you can have a conversation with your boss as well. And it's not so expensive. It's it's a very good, very 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 good investment. The other thing that I want you to uh, know is you can always reframe issues, right? So when you're on the receiving end, and your boss says, you know what, um, we, uh, I, I, uh, I. And the boss wants you to take on a task and you, that you don't want. You can always say, um, you know what? Uh, I agree with you. That is a, a very important task. Um, therefore, I suggest that we give it to somebody who has the undivided attention. <laughs> or can give it the undivided attention. Ooh, so there are ways okay. to reframe things more elegantly. Um, or uh, when you're the boss, you can say, yeah, I can agree that you overworked, but the issue is not that you have too much work. The real issue is prioritization. So why don't we uh, set an hour uh, aside and we prioritize yeah. your work, right? So for that, uh, like, uh, if, if you want to know how to do those reframes uh, from a behavior science uh, point of view, I'm offering everybody here um, uh, influence um, oh, prompter, influence, influence booster. Uh, yeah. That you know, you, yeah, I, I sent you the link that you can download, and there's a training, ten minutes training, and you can reframe any issue that you have so that you can uh, give back work, uh, uh, refuse work, or change the nature of work in any way, shape, or form. Oh, that's that awesome! You like. Yeah, the influence booster. I'll, I'll include that in the link uh, for the episode here too, so you guys can check that out. It'll be on the page as well. Uh, with Andrew, so here's what I love, Andrew. Thank you so much for being on the show. Here's what I, I love that. You, I love that you are taking what it's interesting how your work with individuals and high performance coaching really applies to this topic area too. But I love that you really, it, it's a, it's a personal thing for you too. You're talking about some of the stories you shared were, you know, your, the situation with your wife or your kids or so what we're talking about is not just about being the best of the best at work, but this stuff applies outside too. And so I love that you bring that dynamic because it's about the person. It's not just about the job. So thank you very much for, for, yes. for joining me on the show today. And if they want to read more about you or they want to connect with you later, where would they, where's the best place to go? Yeah, first of all, yeah. thank you very much for having me. Um, I've, I've allergies here right now because we are, we have cedar wood everywhere here in, in nice. Texas right now. Um, so, um, yeah, but it was an absolute yeah. honor to be here. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, very easy. Uh, go to meetandrewlawless.com, okay. meetandrewlawless.com. Uh, you will get on, have access to my calendar uh, right away. Uh, if you went there today, you would see that you probably uh, will not uh, have to go to next month in order to find um, an appointment. So don't wait for too long. Uh, but yeah, so go there and um, I'd be uh, absolutely. And that's a free conversation. So I, I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to Andrew over the years, and we've kept in touch about these different things and productivity and diabetes and all the different things. But I, so I, I love chatting with him. So if that's something that you're interested in, please do uh, look him up. And for everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time on Productivity Gladiator. Productivity. Productivity. Gladiator. Gladiator.